Welcome, welcome, welcome to Say Like a Champ episode 216. It's your boy A Dub. Your boy Strizzy. What's good, Slack fam? What's good? What's good, Slack fam? We are back in the building for another rundown, another week in sports, another episode of Slack. And um, as always, we appreciate you all rocking with us. We appreciate you guys being a part of the show and dropping your comments. So we encourage you to do that. Double down, triple down on the comments today. But uh, we do have to be in full transparency that we are recording this, pre-recording this. So you'll probably see your boys in the chats as well. Um, So we'll be replying to your guys' comments. Keep them coming. But for right now, we are doing a little bit of, you know, pre-recording. We had to pre-tape this one because of some different situations. But um, we still are coming to you live like we always do every single week, 216 weeks in a row. So that's what it is. You know, Exactly. We will miss your comments in the moment, but we'll be yeah. looking for them later um, for sure. So, um, so yeah, uh, we'll, we're going to still do our thing, though. So we'll start with a little chick check in. Um, Strizzy, how you feeling this week? Man, I'm feeling good, dude. You know what I mean? Um, I, uh, you know, work's been going pretty good. Actually, been pretty busy this week. But uh, taking Thursday and Friday off, a little R&R. Thursday, we take the kids to the um, to the fair. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to get nice. some snacks. They, got the, uh, they brought the wristbands back. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, exactly. A lot cheaper to go wristband way than it is to buy the tickets. Um, so we're gonna take them on Thursday. You know, eat some, eat some junk food and then ride some rides. So and then you know, spend spend that Disneyland money. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, man. They be charging like crazy, but it's um, crazy. the fair is fun though. Definitely, when you can get the deals, the wristband deal is a good deal. Mm-hmm. Also, like if you're just like me, like and if you're just going for the food, uh, they do have certain days where they have like the foodie. I think it's foodie Fridays. Yeah, it's like they have a three dollar item, so um, that's super dope because then at least you can get a taste of a lot of different things without breaking the bank. Because like, real every regularly priced item is like fifteen dollars or something. It's, it's wild. And it's, yeah, it's pretty crazy, but you know they're gonna hit you over the head because they only get that like three four weeks out the year to make that money. So uh, we yep. get it, but I'm just glad that the weather is getting. Well, I can't even say it's getting better. It's been hot. But it was hot yesterday. But at the nighttime, we can feel where it's going to start getting better. But it has been kind of hot, though, honestly. So, very um, true, very true. But yeah, but I mean, that, that the, the fair always brings around that type of fall weather for us. So, it'll be coming soon. It's coming soon. Definitely. That's what's up. That's what's up. Um, all right, let's go ahead and get into our first topic. We're going to pull up the graphics here and get this train rolling. It will be a little bit of an express today, um, especially because we won't have, you know, you guys. Uh, commenting and kind of adding in that spice that that we love but um like i said make sure you keep those comments coming and we'll uh, we'll be sure to call them out uh, next time we can all get together live but until then uh let's get this thing popping what's up next oh, i'm gonna check it out man real quick how tuned to nfl talk let's get it all right nfl talk jumping straight into the scoreboard so um some interesting games for sure this weekend, but not too too many surprises, um, except for the big ones, right? We're we're gonna okay. we're gonna go in depth on the fact that both of the undefeated teams did go down, and both of them to, um, if you just look at the eye test, maybe you know subpar competition, right? Not the best teams in the league, mm-hmm. not the best matchups, not the most threatening on the schedule, but it's always that fresh reminder, right? That winning in the NFL is hard, and that all these teams have a lot of guys that can do a lot of things. It's just putting it all together at the right time. So um, we'll definitely talk more about those two in just a second um, after we move away from the scoreboard, because I kind of want to ask a few questions about those. But, um, you know, the Panthers, I mean, they actually started strong. Like, what's the deal? Like, the first half was so good, but 
The defense got tired in the second half. What happened with that? Because I thought, man, maybe it was an upset cooking for the Dolphins. <laughs> man, you know, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I think Bryce is – I think he's going to be really good like any other like any other quarterback. You know what I'm saying? It's really difficult to to be successful in this league when you don't have the um, – the weapons or talent at those skill positions that you that you really hoping for, right? You look at Tua, you know, I mean, before before they drafted Jalen Waddle and ended up trading for Tyree Kill, this whole panel was talking about Tua gonna be out the league, you know, in a year or two. You know what I mean? Like you were like, he he can't really throw, you don't have a real good deep ball, like he's injury prone, blah, 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 blah. But you know, you got him the weapons and you got him the right coach, right? You got you got the offensive-minded coach behind sure. him too. You know what I'm saying? And, and weapons changes things. You look at the same thing with Justin Fields. Like, he's never had a number one receiver. And now that connection between him and DJ Moore has been, you know, it's been what I wished it could have been, you know, in Carolina. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, he's through three games and he got injured last week, unfortunately. But, um, you know, in two two games, what, 600, over 600 passing yards and eight touchdowns? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. So, um you see what him the 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 connection between him and uh, Adam Thielen is, and it's kind of like if we just had two more thirty three year old Adam Thielens, like our offense would be all, our offense would be all right, you know what I'm right. saying? Right. It just seems like the receivers, all the receivers not named Adam Thielen, just you know haven't been able to really get anything going or get any separation from DBs. Uh, defense has been pretty injured actually, so that that's been a struggle too. Um, so I think that's why we started out hot because the the the, the Dolphins defense also isn't very good, right? So you, know, you start out hot, but then they make adjustments, start shutting our offense down, and, and we don't know how to answer. But on the on the bright side, though, is Coach Reich has finally given up the uh, play calling um, uh, yeah, duties. Yeah, duties to our our uh, our OC. So, but let's see if that makes any changes. Let's see, you know, we hired him for a reason. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, there's no point in paying an OC if we're not going to utilize the OC. So, um, let's see if that changes anything. We're, we got a bye week this week, so let's see if we can come back next week and hopefully get our first dub of the year. You know what I mean? We'll see what happens, though. Yeah, yeah. No, for sure. I think that they do show promise, sort of, but it's like these little yeah. glimpses of hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, it's like there's something there to build on. It's not the biggest foundation. It's not the most solid, but we can Facts. try. You know what I'm saying? We can still go up from here. Facts. So, um I do hope that the bye week gives them a little bit of chance to kind of regroup, see what's gone right, wrong in these first six weeks, and then go from there. Um, selfishly, I do want to talk the Cowboys Monday Night Football. Um, oh, no, dog. Talk, talk, the, talk. the defense, you know what I'm saying, had a great game. 17 points is still like, you know, they were put into some bad positions, but 17 points is still pretty good. I yeah. think the Chargers, they were the only team in the league. They had scored at least 24 points in every game so far this year. So yeah. it was good to kind of hold them down, especially because I was expecting Kellen Moore to, to go deep into the bag of tricks, you know what I'm saying, to pull out all kinds of stops um, against his former team and, and really try to light it up. But I do want to give credit to the defense. They only had one sack, but it came at a pivotal time. Yeah. And they definitely were putting a lot of pressure on Herbert. Um, if you look at the defense, outside of tackling Keenan Allen, they did a great job. Like that's the only <laughs> yeah. thing. They, they couldn't tackle Keenan Allen, but other than that, you know what I'm saying? They did a really good job. And this was the first chance we got to look at like really how they were going to handle life without Vander Esch, right? Yeah. And basically, like the Cowboys are basically playing like four linemen and like seven safeties and two corners. <laughs> like it's kind of crazy to see like like how many small guys they have, but they're coming up, they're hitting, they're doing a good job. So I feel mm -hmm. like this defense can keep it together as long as they can be stout against the run, which they really were against Eckler coming back. Um, so that yeah. was really cool. 
On the flip side, on the offense side, Dak actually had a really good game. He took a few unnecessary sacks, but he made a really a lot of good throws. And I think for Gallup, he had targeted him like 12, like nine times, I think, and he had like only three catches. Outside of that, yeah, one point in the game where he, he was like, you know, had hit all of his targets except for when he was throwing to Michael Gallup. For so sure. that was that was good to see. You know what I'm saying? He he was he was doing well, but also it was kind of interesting is that I saw him using his legs a lot. Um, the first touchdown he got on the ground, I think that gave him confidence to use his legs a little bit more, extend some plays a little bit more. Um, so despite of the play calling, he he did have a really good good game. Um, and you know there was a couple drops even in there, even that uh, Gallup had that could have been even more points. So I give credit to the offense. I give credit to Dak for making it work when especially they had like no running game at all. Um, but kind of like your team, right? I'm hoping Mike McCarthy gives up the play calling duties like now today. Yeah. Uh, and then uses this bye week because we're also going into our bye week to kind of, you know, get Schottenheimer like good to go, right? Yeah. I think that, that would be awesome because I just feel like Mike McCarthy's offense is like 10 years old. Like it's just stale. It's just not really going to work in the long term. Yeah. Um, and so that's the change I'm looking for. But I'm glad that they got that win and kind of bounced back. I feel a lot better going into the bye week with a yeah. win like that against a tough team than feeling after last week. So. No, I feel you. And I was actually glad to see um, uh, Brandon Cooks get involved a little bit. He had the nice, yeah. long, the nice long run. He, had, you know, got the touchdown pass as well. Um, finally, you know what I mean. Like you start opening up the offense to to receivers other than CD Lamb. You know what I mean. Like it just opens up the entire offense. Um, so I'm with you on that too. You know what I mean. Like they got to make some adjustments to the offense because, uh, you know, obviously the the 49ers are gonna make adjustments. The the Eagles are gonna make adjustments. Yeah, you know, I mean, the the Lions' offense has looked really, really good over the last couple of weeks. Like they're they're distributing to everybody. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things. Where it's like the defense has been sound; it's going to stay sound. But you want to you want to go into the playoffs. You know, what I mean, or at least the end of the season with like, oh damn, we got to we got to treat this Dallas Cowboys team a little bit differently. You know what I'm saying? They're, they they yeah, they switch yeah. some things up. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I actually really like Brandon Cooks getting involved. It was like about time. You know what I mean? Finally. You called for it, man. I think they heard you down there because you were you were definitely calling for it loud and clear last week and on secure the bag. So I'm mm -hmm. glad that they they heard you and received your message. Um, but yeah, definitely. Like I'm I'm super glad as well that you know the playoffs don't start in December. Like or November. <laughs> we got time. So much you know time. So much time. Right. So yeah. um so that was cool and you know it was also encouraging that you know some the other team in our division lost so that way you know we're we're kind of keeping pace exactly. so that doesn't feel so much pressure either. Um, Couple other games though. The Ravens they did their thing in London, even yep. though the Titans came back and kind of made that a close game. Um, but um, these London games just keep on coming. Uh, I was excited about the Texans taking down the Saints at home. That was awesome. I really like CJ Stroud. He threw his first interception finally, but that that's okay. I look. I really like what they're doing. Um, Six weeks for a rookie. I'd say that's. I'd say that's a success. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Exactly. Like, yeah. Bryce He's not making like six on the year already. So <laughs> count count your blessings. You know what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. No, I like what the Texans are doing. Um, Bengals, Seahawks, that was a hard-fought game, low-scoring game, but the Bengals did pull that out, so that was good for them. Um, what else on here? Buffalo, New York was kind of a stinker. Like, that was yeah. kind of a – that was a, you know, for a Sunday night game too. I, I still don't know what to expect out of Buffalo. Like, they have Me the talent. Either. I don't know, man. Like They, I just, they beat themselves, man. Like – yeah. They're, they're never going to win a championship, unfortunately, because I really like Josh Allen, man. But, like, 
they just beat themselves. Like, you know what I mean? Like other teams don't beat them. They beat, they make so many mistakes and like pivotal moments. That's like, why'd you do that? Or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. Giants aren't a good team. They didn't, they didn't, I mean, I they had I, no I, business being in that game that late. Exactly. I don't even like Daniel Jones. I don't even think Daniel Jones is good. And you don't have your starting big money quarterback and you still only win by five. Like that's, that's crazy to me. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Um, Rams were looking good, uh, pretty good, but yeah. that game was actually closer than it than it than it seemed too. Like the Cardinals right. really do play hard. So even though I don't like their head coach, give them credit for getting those guys playing hard. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention too is the Bucks. They wore their creamsicle jerseys. I love those jerseys, yeah. uh, Tampa Bay. But I, I was hoping that they would do a little bit more with with you know while they're wearing those jerseys. Um, but you know it is what it is. They got beat down, and yeah. then. Um, the Belichick man, three three losses in a row going down to the Raiders. It's it's all bad. I think Patriots fans, you know, the ones that were on the bandwagon, they done turned their tickets in now. They they off. It's only the real minute men that are still hanging on over there. So um, but that's what it is for the scoreboard. I did want to get into a little bit of a bigger conversation about the two undefeated teams that went down. We had the San Francisco 49ers against the Browns, which started with the pregame scuffle, which, you know, I, I don't know how much that played into it, but I think like we were talking about last week, like the 49ers were kind of smelling themselves, you know what I'm saying? They were feeling really good about that win over the, the, the Cowboys, as they should. But, you know, we started here all week about consecutive games in the regular season and properties yeah. lost and all this other stuff. And it's yeah. like, that's when it's like you, you start thinking like, ah, oh, this is too good to be yeah. true. When I tell you I put the Browns plus the as the underdog in all my parlays this weekend, I I thought the 49ers should have won. You know, missed field goal. We'll talk about that. But but like it's, it's like I I knew it was gonna be close, dog. Like nine, ten points, whatever it was. That's a lot. Like you know, so yeah. no matter no matter who you're playing, that's still a lot of points. And I just I just felt a uh uh what's it called game uh, trap game. game. Yeah, exactly trap game. I just smelled a trap game, man. And sure enough. And I'm kind of glad, like, I mean, I don't I don't want to say glad. I don't like the 49ers, but I know we have a lot of 49ers fans, so I get it, like, because the getting's good right now for the 49ers. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of like the fact that they lost to wake them up a little bit because if they would have gotten bailed out by that last-second field goal, like, they were lucky to even get that chance, too, like, to move the ball so quickly to get a chance to get another field goal. But I kind of like that they lost to, like, just wake them up. So if I was a 49er fan, I wouldn't feel too bad about the loss. Nobody's going undefeated anymore. It's not the seventies, so oh. you know, it, just just take it as a as a good lesson. And I think it was going to be needed. Like you know, eventually you're going to have a bad game. So exactly, and that, that's kind of what I want to piggyback off that too. Like this is this if this is Brock Purdy's worst game that he's had as a professional in his short but very successful career, like y'all going to be all right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. Yeah, you, you gotta keep in mind too. Like this Browns defense only allows about 170 yards a game. Like and that's all purpose, dog. That's all purpose. 170. It's the it's the best defense in the last like 50 years. So you got to remember, like this defense is is inhuman. Like they're crazy good. So far this year, yeah. Like they only had one bad game, and there was two offensive touchdowns against them. Like or two t- touchdowns by the other defense. Like they exactly. were points they didn't give up. Yeah. Exactly. So, so I'm like, and then remember we talked about this too. I said, I said, I think a week or two ago, like maybe even last year, like what separates Brock Purdy from say Jimmy G is like, you're going to win or you're going to lose with Brock Purdy compared to him, you know, making mistakes or whatever the case may be. And, you know, the game was really close, defensive minded, a lot of, you know, no scoring. And he, he 
last game, you know, winning game, winning drive of the of the, of the game, he, he took him down there and then and the, and the put position. Yeah, yeah, he put him in position exactly. What you know, you look at Tom Brady. How many games has Tom Brady won a game decided by a winning field goal? You know what I'm saying? And, and that's what winning quarterbacks do. They just happen to miss it, come up short. But like you were saying, to me, it's a blessing in disguise because now all that, oh, he's never lost in the regular season, all that. He's undefeated, and you know, minus the you know, all that stuff is now out the window, right? Like you can yeah. you can kind of let your shoulders down a little bit and be like, okay, cool, like the hype of that's over. Let's regroup and focus on next week. But you know, they did lose two two big pieces in Debo and CMC in that game, and I know that's gonna hurt for for going forward. But better to lose them now and get them healthy than to lose them later on, uh, you know, in the when season. You really need them. Yeah, when yeah. You really need them. So get them healthy now and go figure it out. Like I said, that that offense is is meant for running back, so they'll they'll plot back in whoever they need to, and they'll they'll just keep they'll keep running. Yeah, yeah, they'll be good. They'll be good. On the other hand, uh, the Jets Eagles. Now, this is another one of those tough games, right? Because both these teams are facing AFC teams with really tough defenses. Exactly. Um, and the Jets, man, they they do their thing on defense. Um, and the Eagles, yes, though, I I feel a little bit more. Well, I don't like the Eagles either, so I'm good. <laughs> I'm good with that. But right. I'm like, I'd be more concerned, I guess, if I was an Eagles fan because it looked like it was heading to this. Like their performances kept getting a little bit lower, a little bit yeah. lower. And it was like, okay, like at some point, you know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily like a slip up with the 49ers, like the 49ers had. It's more of like, okay, like it caught up with them now. Yeah. And um, so I'm interested to see kind of how they bounce back. But the Jets did a great job in that game, uh, even down to the end of letting them have that last touchdown so that they could have a chance to, 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 to shine back up or to, to come back and, you know, um, to score a touchdown. But it's it's crazy. Like, I'm interested to see if the Eagles continue down like this, how quickly, like, people fall off of Jalen Hurts, man, because, like, we saw it his whole rookie year, and then last year it all went away quickly. He got his contract and everything, but he hasn't really looked so great. He's 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 kind of getting a lot of turnovers. So I, 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 I'm rooting for him. I want him to do well. But I think, like, if they don't right the ship quickly – that the Jalen Hurst thing is going to come back up quickly, man. They're going to be all over him again. Is yeah. he really a quarterback? Is he really, you know, meant for this league? Yeah. And so I, I'm I'm interested to see how things proceed with the Eagles. It's really funny, man. I've been seeing, like, it's kind of crazy to me. Like, I've always liked Jalen Hurst. I'm saying he's an OU guy. He says all the right things. Like, he's the kind of guy you want as your quarterback, right? Like, like from in, in terms of, like, representation, right? Yeah. Um, clean cut dude, too. You know what I mean? Like, looks the part. Uh, but you're right, man. He also had his worst game as a quarterback this past Sunday, right? Um, again, again against a really good defense, and uh, he threw three picks. I think two of them were in the fourth quarter, or all of them were in the fourth quarter, something like that. Um, two, yeah. yeah, two were in the fourth quarter. Um, but you're right. Like all of these past games, they've been kind of. It's weird because like they've been winning by a lot of points in a sense, like or at least above their spread. They've been they've been winning against the spread, right? But it's like it just hasn't been as pretty as it's been. It was last year. Like last year, they were, it was like, yo, they're going to the Super Bowl, dog. Like they're going to represent the NFC, right? Um, but it's not, it's not really like that. And I think that the secondary is really struggling. They they traded away, yeah. I think, arguably their best uh, cornerback or safety last year. Um, they're struggling there. They got some injuries back there. And then, you know, you know, breaking news, they went and grabbed, uh, 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 what's the receivers? Uh, Julio Jones. So they just signed Julio Jones. Which to me is like you got. I'm like unless this man can play cornerback, that's a waste of money. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> right. 
you're not struggling at receiver. Smith and, and AJ Brown have been great. You know what I mean? Right. Like you don't need somebody to take more targets away from them. Exactly. And tight and their tight ends great. Swift has been phenomenal. You know what I mean? Like he, I mean, aside from you know, not really being able to get going against that defense, he's been superb. You know what I mean? Like that was a great pickup from them. But uh, but you're right though, like I mean, dude's coming off a four interception year last year at a Super Bowl appearance. Give him a little bit more time to write that ship, you know what I mean? Like, don't don't blow two things too much out of proportion. But uh, I, I see what you're saying, though. Like, they were already calling for his head, like, not too long ago. It like, the doubters Super- are waiting. Yeah, like, they're right exactly. there waiting. <laughs> it took a Super Bowl to quiet those doubters, and now all of a sudden they lose their first game of the year, and all of a sudden I'm seeing, like <laughs> – It's popping back up. Like- yeah, it's already popping back up, you know what I mean? But um, we'll see We'll see how it goes, man. But seriously, you know, ha- ha- you know, as much as I want to say, like, uh, don't don't panic, I also want to give props and kudos to, to the Browns and – and, and to the Jets, you know, I mean, those defenses played out of this world this past weekend and beat arguably the two of the two best teams, the two of the best teams in the league right now. So, yeah, uh, for sure, that's off to them. You know, I mean, they should be proud of that. Exactly. No, I love that, and that's like old school football to me. Like, if you have a big physical defense yeah. that you know that hits people and like yeah. makes them feel it, like it gets, you know, what I'm saying, it gets in their mind, and you know, they start to question when they're going over the middle or when they're running up the middle. Mm-hmm. All those things, it just becomes a little bit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a little bit tougher to do. So really? um, you already mentioned um, McCaffrey and Debo both going out. I think Debo is going to be quicker, right? But McCaffrey, they're going to be a little bit more careful with. Yeah, so we'll continue to, to watch that. Also on the injury front, it was a bad day for quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, man, we had four, well, actually five different quarterbacks going down. Um, and the, the worst is probably Anthony Richardson is coming out today that he's likely done for the season. Yep. And I don't know if that's like, I mean, well, you know about the injury, right? That Cam Newton had this similar injury. So you kind of watched it closely. Mm-hmm. I think that they need to be really careful with about that guy, especially because he's so young and yep. the athleticism and the arm talent is a big reason, uh, a big part of his game. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like that's it. So, so he's going to need that. Uh, hopefully he can come back next year successfully, but I, I do understand if they're not going to rush him back or anything like that. Yeah, um, don't rush him at all. If he gets the surgery, it feels like, oh, like, you know, he gets the surgery and he's like, I can come back the last game or two, scratch it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not going to be able to do much. You know, even if you guys do get into the playoffs, think about your career, you know and I'm saying not not two games. You know what I mean? It's not worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so uh, definitely, um, you know what I'm saying, thoughts with him. The other four guys on here, are more like week to week. Um, mm-hmm. Tannehill had to go out with a knee injury. Malik Willis came in. He did okay. I'm hoping to see more from Malik Willis because he was supposed to be the future. Maybe this gives him like a second or third chance to like yeah. show that he can hang around. If not, I feel like he'll be gone soon. Um, Justin Fields with the dislocated thumb, that's just really tough. Like I hope yeah. he's okay. Um, and then, yeah, Lawrence and Jimmy G both went out late, but both of those teams were able to still win their games. Yeah. respectively so uh, we'll see but yeah definitely a tough day for the quarterbacks on the quarterback side so um i think that's just about it for football we're gonna round it up right there we do want to remind you guys every week on thursday we got secure the bag so come join us for that we make all of our money line picks and then we also bring you three locks against the spread um and you can compete with us on our yahoo go to our link in our bio or go to say like and join the, the yahoo pick'em league and whoever wins each week gets the Super Bowl square. And we have a big announcement for this week. We got to give kudos to moms. Um, this is the picture that she picked um, for, for this week. But mom knows best. She went 12-3. and three. She missed uh, the two undefeated teams 
And then I think it was the Falcons, I think, right? The Falcons. Uh, yeah. yeah, she had picked the Falcons over the Commanders. So really great week there. Only three losses. So congrats to mom. She gets the Super Bowl square. She's Money. long overdue for that. Um, but yeah, definitely give her give her some props in the comments on that one. So um shout out to moms there. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh, moving along, we got NBA talk. Not a crazy lot going on on NBA other than the countdown. We're seven days away from tip-off. Next Tuesday, we got the big doubleheader, and we're going to be bringing you guys like a little special preview show, but we're pretty light on um, on on uh, basketball other than, you know, the Daryl Morey yeah. and James Harden saga continues. This is a picture of when he got to Philly, the brotherly love, the smiles. It's like these dudes are like really good friends, like, and they wanted to be back to e- with each other, but now the reunion has spoiled uh, despite Harden actually finally showing up to camp, he did show up to camp late, but you know, and he is looking like he's going to play, right? He's, he's mm-hmm. trying to get his money. So he still wants to get paid, but um, he did come out and it did come out this week that basically their relationship is irreparable. He wanted to retire a sixer, all of this stuff that really doesn't yeah. make sense. But um, what were your thoughts on the, on the Harden, Harden Maury situation? You know what I mean? I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm, I think he's handling it better than he handled it in Houston. So I think it's kind of like one of those things kind of like you live and you learn. Um, so, you know, he's been back at practice and practicing. Uh, I think he played in a preseason game or two. You know what I'm saying? I, don't think I think he, he just played in one. Yeah. Yeah. Like he just, just been out. Uh, but like, <laughs> Dog, that whole I wanted to retire a six or stuff. It was like, bro, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> like this is your fourth team. Like, yeah, like stop it, bro. Like maybe yeah. You know I mean, like you you trying to get back to Houston. Like, I, I don't know. I it's just you know James Harden being James Harden. So I wasn't really with that stuff. Just keep it simple. You know what I mean? Like you know what? We we haven't been able to see eye to eye. I don't think it's gonna work out. I'm a professional, so I'm, a, I'm I'm here to hoop. You know what I'm saying? And and you know wherever they can get me, like I'll be I'll be willing to go, whatever the case may be. But like, you ain't got to say stuff that nobody knows that believes to be true. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a retire a six year. You ain't been here like that, dog. <laughs> right. It's not like they did anything crazy together or, yeah. you know, he's been there so many years and all this other stuff. It's kind of weird. Um, But I did do a quick fact check on us. He has yet to attend a preseason game. He was supposed to make his debut last night, Monday night. Oh, okay. not. Gotcha. So, okay. So he's been participating. They, quote, unquote, say he's been professional and engaged when present. But he has not attended any preseason games, so dang. Gotcha. Okay, okay. I remember I seeing a video clip of him like p- passing and just some stuff that. That was probably just practice, but uh, but yeah, that's why I was thinking he was in a game or two. But that's probably just practice. Gotcha. Yeah, that's just a weird situation. This close to the thing, this close to the season. Maybe he's hoping like some kind of miracle happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't see him being traded, or at least not now. You know, what I'm saying maybe after the first of the year before the trade deadline, you know, around all-star break or something like that, but yeah. only if they're doing bad, if they're doing good, maybe, it, maybe it, you know, makes all this go away. I don't know. True. I, I myself don't want him, but like, I'm actually surprised like Miami has it, you know, without, without getting Dame, you know what I mean? James Harden plays a, a solid point guard role. You know what I mean? I'm kind of surprised they haven't tried to look at him yet, or maybe they did and Sixers didn't, didn't want what they True. offered for him. Conversation. But, yeah. Yeah. I would, I would have thought Miami would have gone after him failing to get Dame. I was still expecting Miami yeah, to make at least one more move, you know. Yeah. But um, Jimmy's emo for a reason, you know. what I'm saying they weren't trying to help him out. So. I guess. Um, the other thing I do want to note, which is kind of interesting, and I guess just like a little flashback for us, right? And um, LeBron James, this is you know his rookie year on the left. You see on the right side, that was the last game he played last year um, against the Nuggets after the Lakers got swept. But it's just crazy though. Now going into this year, 
LeBron James is officially the oldest player, sorry, the most tenured player in the Correct. NBA, right? Not yeah. oldest by age technically, but he's played, you know, he's going into year 21, the longest career. And it's just crazy for me because, you know, like ever since we've known each other, dog, yeah, we've him, right? Yeah. And we've, and we've saw him come through high school, you know, yeah. through all the hype, all the, you know, going to his hometown of Cleveland them tanking for him, all that. Um, the, the, they fixed the lottery ball so he can make it to his hometown. <laughs> the decision to go Miami, the decision to go back home. Like, we've just seen so much from LeBron, and it's pretty crazy, like, how fast, I guess, it seems that the last 20 years have gone. Yeah, um, I'm, crazy. I'm kidding. But it's interesting. We'll, we'll see what he's got for this last, uh, you know, not – I shouldn't say this last year, but this upcoming year. Yeah. Um, but with it just being his 21st year in the league – not really much left to accomplish. We, we talked about him getting the scoring title last year. He got that. Um, so I'm interested to see, you know, where his motivation lies, how it does. But I'm really hoping that the roster that the Lakers put him together, like around him, mm-hmm. is going to help him. And maybe, you know, we'll start to see that transition of him maybe not being the best player on the floor all the time or not, like, having everything go through him. Maybe he starts to defer a little bit more. Um, I don't know if that's in his nature, but we'll find out, you know. But I am expecting a different type of LeBron for this season. Yeah. You know? The good thing about LeBron is, like, when, you know, his, uh, to me, his biggest asset is he makes everyone around him better. You know what I mean? And and so, like, you know, you look at you look at the teams he's taken to the finals. You know what I'm saying? Like some of them yeah. Cavaliers teams. That that 62 win Cavaliers team had no business being there, but they got there because of LeBron James, right? Not because of Virgil. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Booby Gibson wasn't the one. You know what I'm saying? Get him there. So, you know, I mean, but so the the roster that you know the Lakers have put together, just watching them in the preseason, if you're seeing a lot of these guys that play really well, even without their starters, you know, what I mean, they're winning these games without their starters really playing meaningful meaningful minutes. So, you know, you add LeBron to the mix and you know putting them in their spots and like. Y'all finally got shooters. Y'all got more defenders. AD don't got to play as much. LeBron shouldn't have to play as much. You know what I mean? Like, it's a solid squad. It's a really solid squad. You know what I mean? Like, I got the Lakers in one of my parlays. It's like, you know, possible winner of the championship next year. You know what I mean? So, let's, we'll, see, we'll see what happens, man. I think, you know, I think LeBron's really going after his fifth one. I think so, too. I think he really does want it. That's the last thing left to play for, right, his rings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I'm hoping, too, that – the Nuggets like motivate them a little bit because man, I, I the Nuggets need to be put back in their place. Like they're still a great team. Yeah, they're still one of my favorites in the West, but the gap has definitely closed. Like they, everyone else around them did a lot more to get better and to catch up. And For sure, you know, and I and I hate to say this, but if Joker has a bad season, which you know he's great, like he's dominant, but you know he's still kind of like they're everything. Like, yeah, you know Murray's great. Like I'm not trying to take it away from him, but. Without Joker, like that yeah. team looks a lot different, you know. I'd but, say Murray's good. I wouldn't even say he's great. I'd say he's good. You know, yeah, I mean. But you're right. Like without Joker, they're I wouldn't say they're bottom barrel. They're 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 good. Co- they're well coached. They have a solid squad, so they win games. But Joker puts he puts them over the top. Like yeah, he's the reason they win the championship, right? Like so, I, I know I, I know exactly what you're saying, man. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, Next week, we're leading up to the opening week, and um, we are going to probably just do like an early show. Um, that way we can kind of just lead up to these games and we can watch uh, this this awesome doubleheader that's coming next Tuesday. But, yeah, the season's here. And once, um, you know, once NBA tips off, we already got hockey going. 
We got MLB playoffs. We yep. got football. You know, we got we got pretty much everything. College football. Um, so this is the time right now to to be a sports fan and enjoy. Um, one other thing that could be wrapping up pretty soon, but we do have the Aces and the Liberty. Um, the Liberty won this weekend to force a game four. Um, but I'm still looking for Vegas to hopefully to close it out. Um, I think the game game four is tomorrow, so I yeah. think it's Wednesday. So, um, so yeah, so that's what's up with that. Um, but yeah, Liberty came through with a big defensive stand this time because the Aces were scoring like over 100 points a game. Last game they only scored 79 points. So yeah, um, you know they really they really were were swarming the Aces and, and kind of held them down. So we'll see if that trend continues. But I expect the Aces to, to me too. I sure. expect them to come and grab this game, game four for sure. Put them down, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So moving into that, we just did talk about baseball postseason going on as well. Um. We want to get an updated look at the postseason picture. We are into the championship on both the AL and the NL side. Um. We had the Dodgers getting swept by the by the Diamondbacks, which was pretty crazy. But shout out to the home team Diamondbacks for doing their thing. Um, but last night their their championship series campaign started with a loss to the Phillies. Yeah. Um, just looking at the NL side, that that Diamondbacks Phillies matchup. Um, how are you feeling? Um, how are you feeling with that? We didn't get a chance to talk about the Philly Braves series either. Yeah, no, kind of crazy, man. Like you know, I think Phillies eliminated them last year too, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? So um, I really thought Atlanta was going all the way, dog. Like they they they've been that good all year to believe they were gonna get all the way and even possibly win it all. You know what I mean? So hats off to the Phillies, bro. Like Bryce Harper came out and murdered them, dog. Like, and, and, and had a huge uh, game one against Diamondbacks. So um, I talked about, you know, Philly, Phillies got past the Braves and they, you know, they ended up playing the Diamondbacks. Um, it was going to be a really tough task because the, the Diamondbacks pitching isn't all that great. Right. Um, and Phillies bats have just been crazy. I, I want to see how tonight's game goes, but I think if Philly takes game two, I think it's going to be a sweep. I think Philly's finish it, you know, in, in three games. Or no, no, this is seven games, right? Seven Actually, games. this one will be seven games. Yeah, yeah. Be seven, you're right, this is seven. So um, but I still think, I don't know, man. It, it's tough to lose four four games in a row, even in baseball, but Philly just looks really, really good, man. And I just don't trust Arizona's, uh, I don't trust their ball pen or, or their pitching, if I'm being completely honest with you, but um, we'll see. They're, they're kind of a Cinderella for a reason, like, it's yeah. awesome what they've done. I feel like they overachieved this season. They came out of the gate crazy. Like in the first month of the season, they were doing so good. Yeah. They kind of came back down to earth, and they're getting hot at the right time again. They but yeah, running right into time, yeah, running into the Phillies though. The Phillies are like they're they're taking down everybody right now. So they are um, hitting their stride, and they got a good mix of veterans and young players. But like you said, their bats are going crazy. So yeah, I'm thinking the Phillies will probably pull it out, but at least. For the Valley, for the Diamondbacks, you know what I'm saying? They're going to get to host a couple playoff or championship series games. Yeah. That, that's really cool. Um, that is dope. They only got to host one game in, in that Dodgers series, but that was the clincher. And that scene, like the crowd was out, you know, the scene was awesome. So the atmosphere was great. So um, definitely shout out to the Diamondbacks fans for crawling out of wherever they came from. But they're yeah. out there. Um, <laughs> on the other side, we got the Battle of Texas. We got the Astros versus the Rangers. And, um, you know, Pops and Anthony Weston have been saying all along the Rangers have been, you know, that that's their pick. And yep. they came out early with this two-game lead now over the Astros. Um, that's going to be tough for the Astros to get it back right, especially because they lost those first two games at home. Yeah, they exactly. were the, the, the higher favorite team. They had the home field advantage. They lost the first two games at home. Now they're going on the road. Not a long trip, but still, you know, right. it's still going on the road. Um, 
So, yeah, maybe the Rangers will get it done. They only need two more games to, to punch their ticket to the World Series. So this guy Scherzer um, back, too. Yeah, so, they, yeah, these, these previous series, they were winning without all their aces. Now they got their arms back. So um, it's looking like we could be heading towards the Rangers-Phillies uh, World Series. But um, yeah. I think the World Series is scheduled to start, like, next Wednesday. Something like that. So, um, so when we get together next, I think we'll either have we'll be prepping for the World Series, we'll know the matchup, or maybe even have seen one World Series game. So, um, that's where we're at with baseball. But it's just sad how baseball playoffs go so fast. Like they play all year, and then it seems like all of a sudden when it gets to the postseason, and especially because they play like every day, it's like yeah. they just knocking out these series so fast. It's like we can't even get to enjoy playoff baseball, which is really really where it's at for me as a fan is that is that October baseball. So yeah no, it feels like the wild card it's feel like the wild card games just started and we're already in the championship game. It's like like that's crazy dog. Yeah crazy. It, it is man they gotta find a way to like move the season up a little bit or you know um or, or something so we can get some more like longer playoffs you know yeah um but that's where we're at with baseball I think the last thing on our list really just to touch on real quick is NCAA football um and the big story of the weekend, we have our rankings up there, and we can see the shakers and the movers. Um, USC going down big time to Notre Dame. They dropped eight spots, and Notre Dame jumped back up six spots. Um, but um, not sure what that says about Caleb Williams and his draft stock. Uh, we'll see, but that's a big blow for the Pac-12 of getting somebody into the uh, playoff. We had the Washington and the Oregon game, which was really great. Uh, shout oh, out to Washington. Game, dog. <laughs> that was a really good game. Yeah. Um, and um, Michael Penix Jr., he, he's doing his thing. Um, so we'll see maybe if Washington can carry the torch for the Pac-12. Um, the other undefeated teams kind of, you know, did their thing. But um, another one we did want to call out. These are un both of these teams unranked, but a really great game on Saturday night. We had Stanford and Colorado. Colorado was up 29-0 at half. Stanford came storming back, ends up forcing overtime, and then finishing it off with this. This well, not finishing it off. I, I guess it, I think this was in the first overtime, but this catch um, over Travis Hunter was just a beastly catch. Man, pinned him, pinned and, it to his helmet, and then dragged him into the end zone. No, um, this dude for Stanford went off, and I'm, I apologize for not having his full stats, but it was something like 220 yards, 13 receptions, three touchdowns. Like he just started beasting. And um, we talked about it, but Travis Hunter, you know, Dion put him over there. He wanted him to be that lockdown guy, but he was completely outmatched in this specific matchup, just the physicality. Oh, yeah. And it showed, man. I think the, I think the reason why he got beat up so bad is when you look at Travis Hunter, like anywhere in like the third and fourth quarter in overtime, dog, he looks spent, bro. Like, I mean, like he, I mean, no, you're wrong. Like you, you, you got a tough task ahead of you anyway, guarding that dude because he is one of the best in the league right now. But like, it's just, you know, we talked about it. A lot of people have been saying it. I said this like in week three. Travis Hunter, you got to pick, dog. Like no one from the NFL is going to, you know, draft you to be a wide receiver, cornerback, <laughs> you know, two-way starter, dog. Like you really got to pick and choose what you want to do. Do you want to be a wide receiver or do you want to be a cornerback? Um, and, and pick and choose. And I feel like Dion has to kind of – I understand how how good he is for them in that aspect. But if you want to talk about this kid's future, he's not going to go into the NFL playing both roles. So he, I think he needs to pick and choose and – you know, be that lockdown corner that he was at the beginning or or be their number one receiving threat that he's been kind of all year for them. So, uh, right. Yeah, dog, but pick, pick and choose, man. Pick, pick and choose. 
I'm with you on that. And I would want to know how the slackers feel on that too. But I'm with you on that as far as like the effectiveness of it. Not right. saying that you can't do both at a really high level, but can you sustain that? You know, right. can you keep that going? Especially when it's like in these moments, right? Late in the game, they needed somebody to lock down this receiver, but he's tired because he just got done with offense. You know, exactly. he's trying to score to come back into the game. So exactly. um, it's just a really tough task. Um, yep. We'll see how that progresses. But Colorado has tough sledding coming up, but. Regardless of anything that happens from here on out, Dion still did his thing. He did what he said he would do, which is bring the attention to Colorado, bring mm -hmm. a bring a a winning product. And in the last two years, they've only won three games, so they've already right. done that this year. So right. I, I consider it a big success. Um, so I'm not really with the haters that are like you know kind of waiting for this to happen. Yeah. I just hope that they can can get a couple more wins this year and really just. Um, maybe going to like a solid ball game, you know, saying get a ball victory. That'd be really big for them. That'd be, that'd be huge. That'd be huge. Um, other notes, I, I was sad to see, but our boy Brock Bowers, the best tight end in the country. He was actually getting a little bit of Heisman consideration, you know, even though obviously he's further down the list and tight ends just don't win Heismans. It hasn't happened since like the 30s or the 40s. They were talking about it, but um, he is actually having to have ankle surgery. So he's going to be out like three to four weeks. The big thing is they could get him back for the playoffs, which is when they'll really need him. This gives a chance for some other playmakers for Georgia to kind of step up. But, man, I love watching this guy. He's been a beast for, for you know, two and a half years now. So it was really sad to see him go down. But um, hoping for a quick and speedy recovery for Brock Bowers because it's really fun to watch him play. Definitely. And Definitely. then um, the matchups of this weekend, we got Alabama-Tennessee, which is pretty cool. Um, just because, man, Alabama is really on the fringe, right? They cannot suffer another loss, but Tennessee is up and coming, and it's at Tennessee, so that's kind of a kind of an interesting place to play. And then we got Penn State, Ohio State, which Penn State has been quietly doing their thing and, like, hovering around. Ohio State is up there at number three, but they don't look quite the same dominant. Yeah, Ohio State. exactly, yeah. So we're going to see which of these teams emerges as, you know what I'm saying, that, that kind of more dominant force. So, um that's where we're at with the college football. You have anything else to call out on that one? No, fam. I think that's that's it. Honestly, we went a lot longer than I thought we were gonna do. True. Saying sports are out. No, I'm saying sports are out. Exactly. Yeah. So always lots to talk about, but definitely appreciate you, fam, um, for being with uh, with us on this one, episode two sixteen of Say Like a Champ. We appreciate you, slackers, for the comments that are coming in. We see them coming in. In the future, you know what I'm saying? We, we see, we know they're going to be there. We have faith in y'all and we love y'all and we can't wait to be back with you guys live next week. But until then, um, that was episode 216. We'll see y'all on Thursday for Secure the Bag. It's your boy A-Dub. And your boy Shriz. Peace. Thanks for listening to Say Like a Champ. Engage with us on Instagram. Share your thoughts and you might just be featured on the show. Be sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you pod so you don't miss next week's episode of Say Like a Champ.